With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. SEN Test Cricket for tyre power. Hitting sixes during the winter sale. Falcon tyres 25% off. Adam Collins, Brett Sunderation. Only one session of cricket here on well, what became evening three. Play finishing at 7.35pm local time. But boy, what a session. Over 130 runs hit. Six wickets taken. Australia making it to 224. Didn't feel like they get anywhere near that. Travis Head batted magnificently for 77. They've set England 251. But England off to a flyer. There was a late twist instead of wickets. They made it to none for 27. They're 224 away from victory. Australia need 10 wickets. It is all happening. Confession. We actually recorded a video two hours earlier thinking there would be no play. And we said, oh, it's a day where nothing happened. But who would have thought we would see so much happen, right? Australia losing their six wickets. Travis Head playing bat knock. Australia setting England a target of 251. And England, like you said, five overs, 27. They're already on the charge. This is what baseball, the theory, is built around. Chasing down totals. No, mowing down totals on the last day. And 251, well within their range. Australia didn't start very flash with the ball. Maybe they got a little desperate. You can't blame them. They just had five or six overs to go. Uh, but at, you think England in front but that's the beauty of the series it, you can never say that uh, and it'll depend a lot on the conditions but England may be slightly ahead the lead was 196 when uh, well after Mark would have taken mm. two quick wickets Stark which was a useful partnership in context yes. but uh, he was out and, and directly after that Cummins fell for one both to Wood and this joint was heaving this joint was heaving Todd Murphy walks out, hits three run, uh, 10 runs off three balls to start his innings, then only faces one delivery for the next half an hour. Head manipulated the strike expertly. Nine men off the rope often, finding the right time to find the single, invariably from the last ball of the over, whilst hitting boundaries at the same time. A couple of huge sixes over mid-wicket. Um, he was under a lot of pressure, I think, early on in his innings today because they were bowling so many short balls. It was all about how is he going to score? Is this short ball strategy actually working at him? In the end, he found a way to overcome it. Another hurdle cleared. Uh, another moment that he'll look back on over time as an important one in his test career. Travis Head is a complete batter. I think uh, all his doubters can just uh, shut up and uh, you know stop talking and stop <laughs> doubting his abilities in different conditions, right? A lot like Usman Kawaja. Every time Travis Head travels away from home, there are questions about, can he play spin? Can he play the short ball? And you're right, they kept going after him with the short ball but it wasn't just the fact that he made 77 but the way he manipulated the strike he yeah. faced what 85% of the balls uh, after Todd Murphy walked out to bat hey and credit to Todd Murphy Mark Wood steaming in he's got rid of Stark he's got rid of Cummins much like in the first innings what does Todd Murphy do he plays a Brian Lara as cover yes. driver for he gets inside the line tries hooking him over the top for 6 but nearly uh, manages to do that and he scored 10 very crucial runs of those 4 balls and once again another the momentum shift that 41 run partnership could was invaluable in the in, in the larger scheme of things and then Travis Head had a little partnership with Boland as well when he took them on uh, so from where they were and much like yesterday England won reeling at 7 for 142 Ben Stokes plays that innings gets them closer to Australia similarly the Travis Head innings has given them a total that they can play around with they can at least yeah. hope to defend yeah so 54 runs added for the last two wickets before they were eventually bowled out uh, for 224 which is the, uh, the number of runs that England 
England coincidentally require it tomorrow for victory. And we referenced the flyer they got off to in the intro. None for 27 from five overs. Cummins bowled two of them. And they were wayward. They were on leg stump predominantly and, and put away accordingly. Um, Stark had the ball hooping a little bit. There was one wasted review in all of that as well. We know how important reviews were here at Headingley four years ago. And there have been some parallels to that test match through the course of the last three days. Then Boland bowled the final over of the day. So uh, the, the sense from uh, Australia's perspective is they'll need to make early inroads because England have got the muscle memory of chasing big scores. They did it routinely through the summer of 2022. Uh, they play with a lot of confidence when they're mowing down tallies. Even last week at Laws, remember, for all that happened, they still got within 45 runs. So um, this could have um, huge first session written all over it tomorrow. And uh, hopefully for England's sake, it doesn't come down to Ben Stokes again. Way too often in this series, at least in the last two test matches, uh, it's come down to him versus Australia. And uh, with Moin Ali batting at 7 and Chris Wokes batting at 8, Australia will sense an opening. So it has to be the top order who really give them the foundation. Then Stokes can finish it off. Uh, whatever happens, it'll happen very, very quickly. Hopefully the rain stays away. Uh, but again, that adds that uh, another intriguing factor to it, right? We're expecting some rain or at least some weather tomorrow, which means the cloud cover could return, which means the ball will do a lot. And don't forget, the ball was doing a lot before England went short to Travis Head uh, to kind of, un- uh, not just rattle him, but to make sure he doesn't score too many runs and then he took them on. So, a lot to look forward to. The urn could return to Australia where it belongs or England could return and make a comeback in this series and just make this series even more exciting than it already has been. Either way, another tantalising day in store. Don't miss a moment on SEN Test Cricket. Our post-game show is for tyre power, hitting sixes during the winter sale. Falcon tyres, 25% off. We better go and get a beer and calm down. Adam Collins, Browse Under Race and see you tomorrow. Wakes up to Marsh, bowls and Marsh leaves alone late. They're still shouting in the corner oh. and he's caught behind. He tried to let it go. Didn't get the bat out of the way in time. Chris Wokes gets the breakthrough. Mitchell Marsh in the third over of this day is walking back for 28. Five for 131. The lead at 157. Australia are now behind in this test match. England are on top. Wokes up to Carey, who's trying to leave and he's bowled. He's played it on and Alex Carey is gone. The roar of the Headingley crowd, the derision spilling over the fence as they send Alex Carey back to the pavilion with a cavalcade of jeers. Six down Australia for 139. Gully's back for Stark and the short leg. Wood delivers. Stark short, turns it towards short leg. Running back with the flight. Brooks lost it. He dives. He takes it. Just. He drags it in. He had no idea where it was. He was running back with the flight, then he wasn't, then he went again, had to dive, had the presence of mind to time his dive correctly too. And that's the end of Mitchell Stark for 16. The partnership ends on 29. Important lower order runs, but Australia have lost a third wicket in the session. They're 7 for 168. Wood bowls here and Cummins goes back and it's caught behind! An easy catch to Bairstow. Wood gets a second. England get Cummins for one. They're into the tail now. Australia leads 196. It looks like Cummins is going to send it upstairs. He walked all the way down to his partner and he just asked the question of Travis Head. What do you reckon? And Head said, you may as well. Yeah, why not? And there is an edge. An easy decision for the third umpire, Joel Wilson. 
the Western Terrace give it to Pat Cummins as Nitten Menon puts his finger up for a second time. Two balls in the over, broad to Murphy, hits him in front, he's doing the celebration appeal, this time the finger goes up as Broad turns to look back at the umpire. An unusual occurrence. Murphy comes down to ask if he should review. Well, I'm sure they will, because they have reviews. They might as well have a look. Pitches outside, impacts in line, and it's umpire's call on height. You can hear the crowd go up there. The umpire raises his finger again. Nine for 211. Australia lead by 237. Well, that's in tomorrow. Wow. How's this field? Six back on the leg side rope. Broad bowls to head round the wicket. <laughs> it goes out into the leg side towards deep mid wicket. Underfield it, underneath it. It's Ben Duckett and it's gone. So Travis Head, who's played quite the innings here, he's the last man to fall for 77. But England are going to require 251 to win this test match. Boland to complete day three to duck it here. And he defends just in front of square. Head does the fielding. That is a perfect start from England. They'll go to bed tonight at none for 27 after just five overs. Ticking over at a familiar run rate, at Basball-esque run rate. And they've put a nice little dent in this. 224 runs away from their victory target of 251.